All right, everyone, we're live for the second half of today's podcast, Monday, April 17, 2023. We actually went pretty long in that recap card, Marcel, but I guess I was fired up with that Ed Herman Zach Cummings fight. Uh, I talked about that for a bit. But yeah, we're here, guys, to preview UFC Vegas 71. Always give you two shows Mondays. Every Monday, Marcel. I don't remember the last time we took a week off. I don't know if we have in a long time. So um, looking forward to this, man. I always look forward to Monday evenings with you, Marcel, to talk about the UFC card coming up or whatever we have, including Bellator. I actually have two Bellator cards, but we'll briefly do that. Um, focus on today's podcast. We'll be on UFC Vegas 71, Pavlovich Blades. Marcel, I always ask you this, like, what's your overall thoughts on this card? That's like, I always ask you before we start the card. So what do you think, Ben? I mean, at least the bot order makes, makes, makes sense, you know, in my opinion. Um, I think, uh, yeah, uh, I listen to many people are complaining that Lucindo Walker is on the main card, but I like Lucindo's first fight in the UFC. It was really competitive with Horegi. So I don't mind them putting her on the main card. Uh, yeah, it's it's it looks a good looks like a fun fight card. I think uh, there are some fun matches on this card. I would say on paper I would probably give it a seven seven and a half. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I actually kind of feel like last week's card was a little better, but you know there are some decent yeah, uh, cards on this fights on this card. Excuse me. Couple comments. Rate the card. Yeah, I mean, Marcel said, "Would you say seven and a half? Probably with that. I don't know. We'll see how it ends up being. Maybe it's going to be an eight. Maybe it's going to be a, a, a three. Who knows?" Sub time collectibles. Always have, good to have you in the chat. Sub sister. Good to have you in the chat, man. Patrick, what's up, man? <laughs> I'm Marcel, like Kobe and Shaq. I mean, dude, I will take the comparison, man. But like, I think we're both like Shaq, though. That's the problem. <laughs> we're not skinny dudes, man. That's for sure. Rest in peace, Kobe. Um, good card. Yeah, it's not bad. <clears throat> Make Bilal cut an extra five uh, for Gilbert, please, Dana. Oh, yeah. It looks like Dana and Gilbert might fight. Is that happening? Do you know, by the way? Uh, you mean Bilal or Gilbert? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So Dana yeah. and Gilbert. <laughs> I would have been fun. Only in UFC, EA Sports, then you could do Dana yeah. and Gilbert. But, yeah. No, Dana looks ripped these days, too. I mean, he may want to Yeah, I got to give it to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although uh, you know, Marcel, I don't know if he's gonna pass it. You saw the test, to be fair. I doubt it. Yeah, through, through. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I saw like Gilbert was saying like co-main event, and then uh, I don't know where it's like, uh, yeah, below. Uh, or, or the guy doesn't want, or the the guy doesn't uh, does wants a catch weight. So and Bilal is like, yeah, I'm in the Ramadan, and Gilbert is like, yeah, dude, but I have like already had two fights this year, and you don't hear me complain. So no, I don't know. The funny thing is both guys are managed by dominance, right? So uh... Right, right. No, for sure. A couple other comments here. Decent card. Yeah, it's okay. I think it's decent. I think it's decent. I'm looking forward to it. What's up, mm -hmm. Andrew? says, compared to what's coming down the line, it's 10. Next week's card looks rough right now with like no main event. It looks kind of rough. Um, what's up, Antoine? Yeah, you're always here, man. You're always here for the double podcast. So we'll see if Curry's a future champ. We'll talk about him in a few minutes. Someone said Max will have better resume than Volk because he's being on contenders. Possibly. I mean, Volk's got a fucking great resume, too, though. No doubt about it. Never lost a featherweight. In the UFC, or even in general, I don't think. Okay, Marcel, let's get into the card, man. Start with the first fight here, Marcel. Again, using the UFC stats bow order, guys. So we're starting the first fight in the bandweight division. We got Brady Highstand taking on Bakary Dana. I swear to God, they switched around his name on UFC stats, didn't they? Didn't it say that Dana Bakary first? Didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, what what is it? Bakary Dana. They switched it around, which maybe is the right way to do it. Gonna... Okay. Yeah. I I also put, always put Bakary Dana. So oh, but it can so. be Dana Bakary. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, just, just wanted to point that out because it's yeah. not a new fighter. It's the same guy. <laughs> uh, he's actually favored minus 140, Brady Highstand plus 120. So what do you think? Yeah, so uh, we, we saw Brady Highstand. He comes from the Ultimate Fighter last fight. Uh, his second fight in the UFC. He lost his first one against Ricky Tursos, which was the Ultimate Fighter finale with split decision. 
we saw him against Fernie Garcia. You know, he, I think he had to struggle in the early in the fight, but uh, he went through and he used his wrestling in that one. If you look at Badbury Dana, he got some fun finishes in the UFC, but when the level of competition got up, he he, he struggled more. You know, lost to Chris Gutierrez, lost to Kyung Ho Kang. Um, to be really honest, I think I picked pick Brady uh, high stand here. I think he uh, out wrestles him and uh, wins the decision. I'm picking him too. So again, contentious dog in the first fight, guys, which is interesting. Oof. Um, yeah, Wolf, I, I'm, I'm with you. I just think he's going to take him down and hold him there, kind of like I know Bakri's actually got decent take on defense, but you know he's been taken down. It's not like it's amazing. It's not amazing. Um, and on the feet, obviously he's got you know power and he's a good striker, but like I, I think he's beatable on the feet too. Like he's uh, he's not old by any means. You know he's younger than me, so I can't call him old. But like Brady's super young though too. Like he's 23, Marcel. He's still getting better. Um, obviously he had a, that long break there, but you know, he had to fight the, the Fernie Garcia fight. He did get rocked in that fight, I want to say, in the first round. Um, but after that, I think you, you know, you look great mostly with the, the wrestling and a lot of control time. Let me see how much he had nine minutes of control time, guys. That's a, that's a lot of control time. Um, when he fought Tercios, he had seven minutes of control time and he had six takedowns and lost a split decision because I, I think he got outstruck and it was pretty evident. But uh, yeah, like I think he's a good young fighter, man. I, I liked him on contender, I think he's going to do well in the UFC. I got him by decision here, guys. I think he can wrestle him. So I'm thinking uh, Brady, he stand. We both have a, a dog, Marcel, to pick off the card. Joe likes Brady as well. There we go. <laughs> we should move Boudet and call your main event next week. Nope, no thanks. <laughs> they do need a main event for that card, though. Uh, Boudet, Brady's got a good chip. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure he got dropped or hurt by uh, Fernie, but overall looked good in that fight. Brady can probably use shots before getting the fight to the grunky year. That's what I think, too. Yeah, Dinaud does have, you know... Is it Suhudo is that he's training with? Yeah, I know he's training at down there. Um, I know he's at, he used to be at Jackson Wink too, if I'm not mistaken, right? So I guess he's at mm-hmm. uh, was it fight ready? Um, fight ready, yeah. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a good fighter. He's a, that's why that's why he's favored here, guys. But I, I see a path to I see a path to victory, Marshall. So that's why he's fight ready. <laughs> oh god, I, I had some of bad jokes. All right, we're good with that fight. Let's move on to the next one here, guys. We got Karine Silva taking on Priscilla Cashewer, UFC Women's Flyweight Division. Lots of this from Marcel. Karina Silva minus 190. Priscilla Cachoeira plus 160. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Priscilla Cachoeira, uh, Anthony's older sister. Um, she's two two wins in her last two fights. Which she, she did good against Ariane Lipsky. She knocked her out. And the Jiyong Kim fight was fight of the night, but I think she didn't want that fight. You know? I think Kim clearly actually won that fight. Uh, before that, she had that uh, weird as eye guarding against Gillian, Gillian Robertson. Remember that? Really bad. But she looked better lately, you know. So uh, she's fighting Kareem Silva. I think Kareem, I, I really like Kareem Silva, man. She had some difficulties with that Kihi Young uh, girl in the Contender Series, but she finished her. And uh, she had a good uh, good show against Botelio where she finished on the first round via Dar's choke. Um, the thing is, like, if Cachoeira can knock her out early, she, or she can hit her early, she can knock her out. But I think Karina Silva is smart and gets it to the ground and wins there. So I, I will go with Karina Silva with either a, a, a late submission or a decision win. I completely agree with you on this one too, man. So there we go. Two straight fights we have the same thoughts on. Yeah, I, I, she's a beast. Like, she looked good on the show. She's won, like, eight straight fights. All the wins are by finish. Or is it six straight? I can't remember. now. Let me double check. But, yeah, it's a lot of fit wins in a row by stoppage. Like, she's finishing girls on the feet, on the ground. Um, she looks young, dangerous. I'm impressed by her. She actually fought even good competition before she came to the UFC, Marcel. Um, yeah, she's a six straight wins. Uh, there was this card back in the day. I just want to pull it up here. XFC International 7 in 2014. And I looked at this card the other day, and, like, 
five or six of the fighters ended up in the UFC on this random like like card. Marcel from Brazil back in the day. You had Alan Asmanto, Carlson Harris, uh, Marina Rose, who beat Karina Silva on this card, Vivian Pereira, Michelle Pereira. Pretty crazy. Like this, basically like a Brazilian, uh, you know, regional scene card. Like six of the fighters went to the UFC. So I just wanted to point that out. For me, Marcel, Priscilla's obviously got power in her hand. She is dangerous. She's looked better lately. Let's give her credit. Like, but you know, man, I, I think she's beatable on the ground. That's how uh, Valentina beat her. That's how Gil- Jillian Robertson beat her. Jillian Robertson, um, like, pretty much, you know, did everything right in that fight. Took her to the ground, and she ended up. What was she like pulling her, poking her in the eye, fingers in the eye or something? I can't remember what it was. Now. What was she yeah. doing, Marcel? Or was it? Yeah, she. She. Uh, uh, I think Jillian had her on a sort kind of choke as yeah. he tried to gouge her in her eye or something to to get the choke down. That's why I think she'll try try to do here because I think Karina Silva gets through the ground, gets the neck. Or gets her arm and finishes her by submission. Or so I, I like her in the spot, man. I, I think you know, minus one ninety. It's a good, good line. I think so. I'm taking her Marcel. Let's get some more comments here, guys. <clears throat> Thoughts on Tim Will saying fight ready, keep out fighters sign Jason. Ellis. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Is that no? I that that's that's a lot of fighters actually do it because Korean <laughs> Zombie was training there. Oh yeah, that's um, right. Uh, I th- yeah, Chris Christian Rodriguez was training there, and he's now at the Pettis Brothers again, right at Rufus Sport. Uh, he was of course Rufus. I think he went to fight ready. Now it's Rufus. Uh, who else? Let me think. Uh, Jonathan Pierce, but he's not with with uh, Jason anymore. I think so. He might be still there. Right. Um, I don't know, man. It's okay. I, I, do you do you know why uh, Huani? Yeah. Anyways, let's get back to the fights. We got to Anthony saying he likes to read to Anthony. I think he's just finished. Silva, I think so too. Submission. She's a good prospect. I think there's value on her too. How to let's how he you. Just save the questions to the end, okay? Because we'll take the questions at the end. I, I want to take your questions, but I want to stick to the card for now. Um, all right, Marcel, let's get to the next fight. This one features a uh, pair of uh, featherweight prospects here, Marcel, as Francis the Fire Marshall takes on William Gomi. And the odds for this one have Francis Marshall, minus 210, Gomi, plus 170. Your, uh, your turn, Marcel. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree with that line, to be really honest, man. I think uh, Francis Marshall has looked good so far in the UFC. Also in the Contender Series, where he got that win over Conor Matthews. Um, he, he he knocked out Marcelo Rojo very violent, you know. Uh, if you look at William Gomi, he came from uh, from Aris, right? He's uh, from a factory or MMA factory in Paris. Uh, took that uh, fight against Yarno Aris, my countryman, uh, yeah. in September in Paris. Which wasn't actually really short notice for him because he was supposed to fight a day earlier in Aris, you know. Um, he won the fight with a lot of uh, with a lot of wrestling, if I can remember correctly. In the third round, he almost got finished with an armbar late. Um, I like him; he's, he's a good fighter, I think. But I think Francis Marshall is further in his career, in my opinion. And I think Francis Marshall uh, going to win this fight and maybe even gets a finish here. But I go with a little bit of safe pick. I'm taking a decision for Marshall. I, I kind of agree on this one too. I mean, listen, they're both pretty talented. Like Gomi's not bad at all. Um, he has some more. He actually has almost th- twice the amount of experience, which is interesting because he's pretty young too. Probably look good in this fight, man. I don't know, man. Maybe he's being maybe he's being overlooked because Francis Marshall looked so outstanding that like you can't pick against him, right? Because he looked great in uh, against Rojo and, he, and even in the Connor Matthews fight looked good. He has never lost. Like he's looked great. I'm just saying, like. I'm picking him. I, I do think he wins this fight, Marcel. I've kind of leaned decision, although I think a knockout's possible just because, man, he just keeps going. But Gomi is good. He's won like nine straight fights. He's on a roll himself. Has fought decent competition. You know, not he hasn't fought bums. He was fighting guys with winning records coming into the UFC. 
he might be a little bit Wait. underrated coming in this fight, Marcel. It's possible. So I'm picking Marshall, though. I have to because the guys look great, so I have to pick them. Uh, a couple other comments here. William Gomi uh, for the upset. Yeah, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Oh, Hype likes him, too. There we go. I, I, I kind of feel like it's a little closer than that, too. Um, cool to see you guys go to war and rematch, possibly. I mean, they're both so young, right? I agree. Gomi is good level competition. Uh, this guy's Marcel, a couple of guys are picking Gomi in the chat. What do you think as a dog? You can't do it. Yeah, I'm just disappointed in these guys. No, just kidding. Of course, it's possible, you know. Uh, but I would lean Marshall. Just being honest, you know, it's not like when we say like it's going to happen, it's going to happen. No, it can be difficult. But uh, I feel more comfortable in picking Marshall than I pick uh, Gumi. All right, we got Mohamed Usman taking on Junior Tafa in the UFC heavyweight division. The odds are a pick of minus one ten each. Marcel, <laughs> flip a coin for this one, eh? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but although Usman knocked out Paga last time in the second round, I still don't trust him. You know, I just still don't trust him. Um, it was a good knockout by him. He clearly lost the first round. But man, Junior Tafa, the thing with Junior Tafa has been all the way in glory. I don't know if you follow his career in glory. He, Not really, but a little he, bit. You know, I know he doesn't. He, he doesn't take it too serious. You know, it's kickboxing. In MMA, right now, I think he takes a lot more serious. You know, and he looks good. What I've seen from him, man. I think Tafa knocks him out in the first round. Fair enough. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, it could go either way. I, I literally think he's a flip coin. And it's like, no idea. And like, it's interesting. The line is really shifted towards Eastman. Like, kind of strange, right? Like, this week, I think there was like a big shift, like in the odds, you know, moving towards his way. Yeah, he was an underdog at the beginning of uh, uh, last week. <sighs> That's interesting to me. I, I just want to stay away from him. I'm staying the hell away from it. You know, here's the thing. Like, this guy just doesn't have much MMA experience, Junior Tafa. Like, I know he's a good striker. But, you know, his brother's a good, like a decent striker anyways. Like, he's not that great in MMA fighter. I don't know how good this guy's overall game is. Like, get Usman's very flawed. And I remember when he fought Zach Paul, like, I definitely thought he was losing and catching him. But he does have, you know, almost triple the amount of experience. Basically, he does because he has those exhibition fights on tough. He's got Usman in his corner, his brother, Kamaru. And, I, I mean, Marcel, he has some experience already in the octagon. Taffa only has the four fights. Taffa definitely could knock him out. Wouldn't surprise me. I'm staying the fuck away from this fight. No way putting a dime on this fight myself, but I'm picking Usman by knockout, Marcel. Uh, I think it's a really you know, toss-up fight, though, personally, guys. I don't know. Funny thing, think. Is actually, funny thing yeah. is, actually, I'm really convinced Stafford knocks him out, so <laughs> that's an excellent funny Let's thing. Let's get some comments here. Usman was an underdog now. Exactly. That's interesting, isn't it? Like, is there an injury? Do people know about an injury or something? Kind of weird, right? Unless they just, some sharp tater man, they like, they would like him in this fight. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Junior's a good kickboxer, for sure. He is, but like, how's his overall MMA game? Because I think, you know, on the wrestling side, I would imagine Usman's better. I know his cardio is not that good. That's the problem, right? Half his last race, super wrestling, no faith in him. I feel the same way. His striking is definitely good. There's no doubt. I mean, Marcel, like, I'm not saying he can't knock him out. I'm literally saying flip a coin. I have no idea. But I just think Usman could, like, I, if I have to pick someone, I'll take the guy more experienced than MMA, the guy with probably a better ground game. That's what I'm going to do. So, because it's MMA. It's, if it's just striking, yeah, no. All right. Uh, saying junior had a recent injury you know what that he was supposed to fight um what's the what's the name of the guy again who uh austin lane in uh, australia remember? oh really and, uh, oh yeah. okay they pulled him from that eh? okay yeah. coffee by knockout plus 135 you wish the number is higher for sure what is june um 
What's his name? Usman Bayonako. Usman Bayonako. Oh, it's plus 350. I mean, I kind of, I, that's worth a shot, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it was also supposed to fight Waldo, true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Waldo uh, Costa. Okay. Go to the next fight here, Marcel. The next one we have is Carol Hosa taking on Norman Dumont at Women's Featherweight 145. Also, close odds for this one, Marcel. Uh, to pick him as well, minus 110 each. So, yeah. What do you think about this one, man? Yeah, man. Carl Rosa against Norma Dumont. Norma Dumont, uh, Laura Sanko's favorite fighter during the weigh-in. Um, and also of many other men. Um, Norma Dumont, I mean... Dump truck. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say it, but you said it. Yeah, there you go. Um, this this fight is at 145, right? Carl Rosa going up in weight. And I think that favors Norma Dumont, dude. Um, Carl Rosa... She won against Lena Landsberg, where it was close. And the Sarah McMahon fight kind of threw me off, dude. I, I was like, that's not good, you know. And Norma Dumont. Norma Dumont is like hit or miss, in my opinion. She didn't look great against Danielle Wolf, but she, she did what she had to do, and she won that fight against a 1-0 fighter. Uh, before that, the Macy Chase saw him fight. Split decision. I thought she won. She lost the unanimous, but she she lost a split. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, she only got finished by Megan Anderson, which don't look really good now. But um, what Juani says, number one contender fight, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm picking Norma Dumont by a decision, but I'm not sure, man. Can go either way. It's uh, it's more like I have a fit with Norma, not have to cut much too, too much weight at 145. She's stronger there, I think. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, and there's another like another line shift, as this guy points out in the chat. I mean, like, it's, it's interesting, right? Although not as classic as the Houston one. Yeah, I mean, I think the odds are right on this one. I'm not, again, another fight I'm interested in betting, personally. Um, I have to make a pick. We always do it. I'm going to go with Carol Husa because I do think on the feet, man, she can really rack up some combinations and uh, outpoint out, out her. I mean, she lands six significant strikes per minute compared to three and a half for normal. That's a big discrepancy. Also gets hit a lot. So got to be careful because, like you said, nor big norm, right? That's what they call her. She's a big girl. There's no doubt. She's the, she's going to be the bigger girl, but uh, – I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of intrigued by Husa. I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact they're actually doing this this fight, Marcel. One forty five. Like, right? Like, if if Hosa wins, Marcel, like if she looks impressive, maybe they bring Amanda back to do this division again. You know, because there's not many fighters, and I don't know. They they kind of if they're gonna keep if they're gonna use uh, if they're gonna have this division in the UFC, they should use it more often. You know, like why not use it if you're gonna have it? Anyways, I, I like I said, I think Hosa. The striking, I think, like she's going to rack up points and uh, oh, oh, point Norma. But I mean, obviously, Norma's got power. She's got a good ground game, and it could be wrong. So I'm going to stay away from it. But I'm going to take uh, Carol by decision. A couple other comments. Yeah, I mean, number one contender fight by default, right? Definitely. <laughs> Rose by decision. It's women. Why not? I, I, Rose by decision. That's what I think. I, I, that's my pick. You know, again, there, there, there are some power. Got some power. These girls. So like. Never know, but yeah, I'm thinking it goes the distance. I think Rosa. Would you say more so? Dumont by decision. That's your pick. Yeah, decision. Yeah. Yeah, the line go to the, the line to go to decision. Actually, they're both plus money to go to decision. So that's <laughs> Dumont, Dumont by dump truck. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to the next fight. No comment. All right, the next one. You we started. Got... <laughs> true, well, Laura started. Yeah, true. Next fight, we got Ronnie Yaya taking on Montel Jackson mm -hmm. at 135 pounds. Bandwidth this division. is how we do it. Yeah. Minus 600, <laughs> plus 450 on Yaya. I mean, do we even have to break this fight down? Like, uh, I don't think Yaya gets the submission, so I think he loses, basically. Like, that's how yeah. I look at it. Like, Montel ja – uh, sorry, they say Montel Jordan. I'm an idiot. Montel Jackson. <laughs> I think I did, didn't I? 
I think I might have, man. No, you said Jackson, but I, I, said, I almost got so confused, <laughs> Bro, I don't think it's a hard fight to pick. I mean, he's the biggest fighter in the card. He's a beast. I don't understand the matchmaking. Why? Why? Why is he not fighting someone like ranked higher yet? Like, I don't get it. Um, I the guy is what four inches taller, eight inches of reach, uh, eight years younger. You know, way better striker, way more power, good ground game too. I mean, obviously, you all got the better submissions, better pure grappling, I guess. But Jackson, good wrestler, he wins, man. He wins the fight. The question is, is he finish Ron Yaya or not? Yaya, very durable. Um, hasn't been finished in years. I mean, the last guy to do it was Joseph Benavidez in 20, 2009, I want to say. Holy shit. It's been forever since he got finished. So he's extremely tough. I guess you have to lean a decision. But hey, you know what, man? It'd be a statement if Montel went up there and finished this guy because he's hard to finish. He's a very underrated, tough fighter, Ronnie Arya. But I could see this being maybe his last fight in the UFC, especially if he gets finished. I don't know, Marcel. Like, he is a good fighter. He's underrated. But like, is he the, is he the kind of fighter UFC wants to roster where like he's... Just a you know, kind of a, a grappler that I, I don't know. Like he's being a lot of prospects in the past. I don't know. I don't think this is one he, he beats though. Maybe so I don't know what his contract situation is like. I'm just saying it could be his last fight. Maybe he's he's an older guy. Too. He's 38, right? Turning 39. Um, Jackson by I guess decision because you know, he's tough, but I think Jackson by knockout is poten- uh, potentially there as well. I, I'm assuming you're picking him too. I mean, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, maybe they give Yaya Kobe next. Yeah, Cody next, you know. Cody uh, Durden? Garbrandt. Oh, Garbrandt. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They could do that fight. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. yeah. So, uh, Montel, yeah. I'd pick him Montel as well, I think, yeah. uh, by, by a knockout. And, uh, Again, it's been ma- 14 years since he's been knocked out, Marcel. 14 years. Yeah, but this this can happen. Montel has the power, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, we, uh, if he doesn't walk out to this is how we do it, I'm going to be sad, you know? Is that normally his walkout song? Because it just makes sense. Right? I have no idea what his walkout song is, actually. That's what I'm saying. Like, <sighs> drop days four times and didn't finish him. But he's still got power. You're right. I mean, I think a knockout's possible. I'm just saying, like, if you look at Riyadh's record, like, he's very tough, dude. He's just a tough guy to finish. Mm-hmm. All right, so next fight here, we got Ricky Glenn taking on Christos Diagos in the uh, lightweight division. And two guys that I think they both fought featherweight in the past, but now they're at lightweight. And uh, Ricky Glenn minus 175, Christos Diagos plus 145. Uh, go ahead, start this one. Yeah, so Ricky Glenn. Um, I always have the feeling with Ricky Glenn that he hasn't fought for a long time, you know? And he actually did the last time he fought was in 2021. He fought Grant Dawson, right? Yeah, he did the majority the draw, decision. Yeah, uh, draw, yeah. Yeah. Um, for that, got a good win over Joachim Silva very quickly, you know. And before that, he hadn't fought for three years, you know. He was away for a long time. Um, Christos Giagos. <clears throat> Christos Giagos is a typical fighter who is like, um, he. I think he was he was twice in the UFC, right? And um, he's like a fighter. He's not. He's not bad, but he will. I don't ever see him getting into the, the top fifteen. You know what I mean? Um, lost his last two fights against Armand Saruki and Thiago Moises first round. I mean, that's those are not bad losses to have. You know? Yeah. Yep. Um, he normally loses to the guys he should lose to, and he wins against the guys he should win against. And Ricky Glenn is typical. Typically, that guy was in the middle of that. Actually, who I think like he is better than the guys he wins against, but he's not particularly worse than the guys he lose against, you know? Um, yeah, maybe yes, but um, I'm still taking Ricky Glenn. I'm taking him in decision here. I'm picking him too. 
But I actually think he finishes the fight. So I like him. I like him to win inside the distance here, guys. Ricky Glenn's just, they call him the gladiator for a reason. The guy's really tough. He's like very hard to finish. Um, never finished in the UFC, obviously. Uh, he has some power. He's a pretty good grappler. He's just well rounded everywhere. And Gagos, you know, I, I think he's improved since he's came back to the UFC, but I still think he's got that quit in him, guys. I and mean, he's been finished, what, four times in the UFC? Only, uh, yeah, the distance went twice. The one bet I think is being undervalued here is the fight. Uh, just under two and a half rounds is plus 140. I think that's a good bet. I think someone gets finished in this fight. I do think Glenn is the one who's going to finish Diagos. I think he's going to, I think he's potentially going to knock him out. That's plus 450. Submission is plus 700. I think they're both possible. I really do. I like, I like we got Ricky Glenn. Hey, if he wins a decision, fair enough. But I mean, these are some big numbers on him finishing the fight, guys. And I really do think that's, a, there's a very good chance of that happening. Cause again, Diagos usually uses, loses by stoppage in his losses. That's, that's kind of the way he rolls. So that's what I think happens here. A couple of comments here. Yeah, has four losses, ball, decent names for sure. I mean, Glenn too, right? Like he's Glenn's pretty good too, man. Like I guess he lost to Kevin Aguilar. That's not really a good loss to have. But like the other ones aren't too bad, you know. Uh, yeah. And they, the uh, the uh, Grant Dawson fight was very good for him because he uh, went the distance with like a very good fighter, right? A highly regarded prospect. So that was a good win for him. Uh, Southcat and Tony. I don't think so. That's not real, right, Marcel? No, it's not. Jesus. Our, yeah, no. Stop asking about this stuff. <laughs> That's fake news, man. No, we'll, we'll take comments at the end again. I, I, wanna, get... I, I will, by the way, about yesterday on Twitter, I got to say it. Um, what happened? Listen, man, people are like uh, posting uh, tweets, fake fake news, and then crediting me. Like, I, I posted, I didn't, you know? And the thing is, like, you can po- put out fake news on Twitter. I don't mind. You know you do. But don't do per big marcel or uh yeah, okay. my big that's just annoying you know i listen mm-hmm. man yeah plus i got so many notifications in my uh, on my tweets like i don't want them because it's fake obviously and people gonna dm me on instagram and on twitter even people i follow gonna dm me like is this legit i have time for it man you know listen man if it's a good question or it's legit yeah of course i'll answer but yeah, I know you're joking, Kwani, but I just have to say it. But um, yeah, it's just like super annoying. Definitely when you're when you're busy and people asking it, it's like, nah, it's not true. It's like, yeah, but they're crediting you. Yeah, but I didn't post it. You know, go to my Twitter and you see I haven't said it. And it's not like I post something on my Instagram and I don't post it on Twitter. If you want to find something I post, it's always on Twitter. Not always on Instagram, but it's always on Twitter. So. Right. No, for sure. You're like, you're good about that. But yeah, don't do that to Marcel, guys, whoever's doing that, you know? Don't be like that. Marcel's a good dude. Doesn't deserve that shit. Um, all right, Marcel, let's get to the main card now. I think we just finished the um, prelims, so let's get to the main card, guys. Starting off the main card, I mean, this is a banger. I love this fight. Fucking awesome fight. We got Jeremiah Wells taking on it. Matthew Selmsberger, Semi the Jedi. Pick a fight, Marcel, minus 110 each. Um, let me start on this one, man, because I love this okay. fight. I just love this fight. I think it's an awesome fight. Both guys have looked great. You'll see especially Wells. I mean, he's looked phenomenal. Um, he is 36, but Still seems to be in his prime. He's just dangerous everywhere, man. Ugh. That fight with Court McGee, that was a scary fuck. He puts guys to sleep, Marcel. He's putting them to sleep. Court McGee, Warley Alves, the Blood Diamond fight looked great. I mean, all these fights look great. And again, you know, he's he's dangerous, man. And uh, Semmelsburgers look great, too, though. That's the thing, right? Like, he really has, for the most part, 5-2. and two. Um, Coming off his biggest win yet against Jake Matthews. Looked amazing against Jake Matthews. Like, to me, surprisingly how good. Like, I was surprised how good he looked in that fight, Marcel. Me too. Because Jake was coming off that big win over uh, uh, Andre Fialu. It was a huge win for him. He had some hype. He had way more experience. And then this guy went and dominated him. And three knockdowns looked great. 
tons of power with him, right? He's got seven knockdowns in the UFC. That's crazy. No, he's never been knocked down. So he's got seven. Walzer got two. Again, Semelsberger actually has more experience, seven fights in the UFC compared to three. Um, overall experience in MMA is kind of similar. Um, they're both dangerous as fuck. Someone's getting finished. I'm pretty sure someone gets finished in this fight. I know that Semelsberger's been going the distance, but I, I don't see that happening here. Um, you know, Marcel, I like both guys. I mean, they both could finish, but I, I'm going with uh, Jeremiah Wells because to me, he's just looking, he's looked so amazing in the UFC that I cannot pick against this dude. Like the power he has and the ground game, too. I mean, he's just so dangerous everywhere. Jeremiah Wells by knockout. That's my pick. What do you think, man? I mean, how should I dare to pick against Jeremiah Wells after that face he made when he knocked out Wall Warley Alves? Bro, he did the same. I watched the Cormier fight. He kind of did a similar thing in that. He's yeah. so scary, bro. He's yeah. a scary guy. Go ahead. Yeah, and I like what I see so far, man. And uh, the thing is with uh, Samuelsberger, he, he's good as well, but he's hittable, you know what I mean? And with Wells, uh, we haven't seen that really much, in my opinion. Um, although Wells didn't fought a Chaos Williams, for example, you know, which uh, is, is, is a... Is a it's also kind of a knock, trying to knock out, try to knock you out. Um, yeah, and, and Matthew Samuelsberger looked really good against Jake Matthews, you know. Um, but I like Wells here as well, dude. Um, I think he can get the stoppage either way, or he gets a decision win. But uh, I'm going with the stoppage win for Jeremiah Wells' second round. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I again, I think he gets finished too. So, it's going to be a good fight. I'm looking forward to this fight, but... Uh... Yeah, man. I'm, we both have the same pick here, Marcel. And it's minus 110. I mean, it's interesting, right? It's a pick and fight. All right, yeah. com couple comments here. I meant to ask this earlier, but do you think Ohamu Houston could make a heavyweight like Jeremiah here? Um, maybe. Yeah, he probably could. I don't think he's a big heavyweight. Scorecards for this fight? I don't know. I mean, maybe. I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not that kind of guy that's like, oh, you're wrong. Like, I don't know. Who knows? We're not like, even that we try. But it's always the way, possible. The way Welch fights, like, I don't know. I mean, he, it's possible. It's definitely possible. I mean, like I see his older fights where like he was, it was more grappling heavy. But man, the power of these guys, the fucking power, man, it's just to behold in my opinion. So the I'm looking to power. Yeah. Right. Love Wells. Switching semi knockout through. <laughs> I, that's the other thing. Like, how is this cardio going to hold up uh, Wells later? Like, because he does carry muscle. Wells by sub is possible. Definitely possible. Semi cooling down plus Matthews big to me. Uh, yeah, this, he's good. Matt, this is this is a good fight. This is a good fucking fight. Is it the best fight in the card? I mean, maybe it could be. It's one of the top three fights I think. On the it's card. up there. Yeah. yeah, it's a good fight. It's just a good fight. All right, let's go to the next one, guys. Uh, young prospect I really like Yasmin Yusindo Marcel taking on Brogan Walker here in the uh, UFC women's uh, flyweight division, and Lucindo big favorite here, man, minus. 275 plus 25 broken walker like how do you not pick her here man how do you not pick her marcel um i know she lost that fight to yasmin Uregi, but very competitive she looked great she's so young she's 20 21 years old um tons of experience she's 18 fights and she's 21 that's insane so tons of experience she has you know a good record like she's like good competition she's very tough good striker broken walker kind of very you know that that thing that people the young people say marcel they call them mid She's yeah. like very mid. Like, that's what she is. She's just, like, decent. Like, you know, decent striking. You know, decent takedown. That's what she showed in the show. Here's the thing. She's also, you know, she's not, she's not young. She's actually 30, uh, 30, uh, four, like, just, uh, like me and Marcel. So, same age as me, 88. Um, the thing is, though, I, I, I was decently impressed by the show. I thought she looked pretty good. She also has, uh, Invicta experience, but 
looking back at this loss to Julianne Miller, it looks fucking terrible, doesn't it? Doesn't it look bad? Yeah, it does. She got destroyed, and then Julian Miller got destroyed by Vinona Kahari. I mean, how can you? I know it's just it's MMA math and, and matchups, but like these fights were so recent that I think there could be something to take away from it. There's just no way I could pick Morgan Walker in this fight, unless you think that she's the better striker, which is possible. I just don't think so. I think Lucindo going to be more aggressive. She's going to be uh, faster. She's going to have better cardio, I think, too. I, 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 I like her by decision, probably. Brogan's pretty tall. I'll take her by decision, but I just think she outstrikes her. What do you think? I mean, when that fight got announced, I was like, Brogan was first supposed to fight Natalie Young, yeah, right? And I think then, she would have won that fight. To be yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, only thing, so. only thing that I can think about is that Brogan might be a little bit stronger because it's at 125, and Yasmin normally fights at 115. But um, quality wise, sure, and the you way, know what that, is it? Are you sure it's at one? Oh, it's 125. Yeah. It's, uh, oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I should I should have factored that anymore. Okay, that makes sense. Um, sorry guys, I didn't actually I didn't, I didn't clue in on that. Um, still doesn't change my pick, but you're right. I mean that that is something to keep in mind, Marcel. See, this is why I had to ask you, right? Like, I don't think it changed my pick, but the fact is, yeah, maybe she can like push her against the fence and stuff, like mm-hmm. on top, right? Go ahead, finish it. What you say? I still pick Lucinda, man. Yeah. Uh, she really impressed me against Horego, although she yeah. lost. I'm taking her with a decision. Yeah, but now that you're, you have me all nervous now, man. <laughs> I don't know if it's someone I really want to bet on, anyways, because I think you know lines. You know, for a women's fight, it's probably going the distance. Like, yeah, it gets kind of sketchy. It's actually minus three hundred DraftKings. I'm looking at it right now, but uh, I'm still picking. I mean, how do you not? But the weight class thing is actually interesting, man. I don't think about it. All right, that's you know, that's three opponents so poor. I mean, eighteen fights though. Like, Clint, at age twenty one, we're expecting, right? Like, what are you really the, expecting? Go ahead. That's why I was confused when I said like uh, for. Um, who was that? The girl, the girl we were talking about last card, one fifteen. Uh, we, we won the matchup. Uh, let me think. Um, I can't remember. Oh, um, like Denise Gomes or whatever. Yeah, Denise Gomes. Why I said to Jasmine Horegi was that? Yeah. She, oh, she's at one twenty-five. That's because I had this fight in one twenty-five in my head, but yeah. Horegi's obviously at one fifteen, so that yeah, makes yeah. sense, you know. Um, I think you guys need to update it on uh, your site on Topology. You have to update it, right? Is it one fifteen there? Yeah, it's 125. Yeah, it's what it says. stats. I'm looking at it now. So, I'm glad we cleared that up. I actually wasn't sure now that I think about it because we have two different. You know, a lot of people use tap all. They would think it's a straw weight, but no, it's a 125 due to the short notice nature of the fight. Uh, Yeah, yeah, there's lots of some confusion now, Marcel. Here, so it's it's 125 then. No, it's it's yeah, it's one with 120. The thing is, like Lucindo. Lucindo was uh, our uh, Brogan Walker was supposed to fight. Uh, how do we say that? Uh, Naliang, right yeah, at one twenty-five, yeah. and Lucindo was supposed to fight uh, Mali, uh, Mali Martinez in this card. You know, yeah, at yeah. one fifteen, but Brogan took the yeah. fight, so it went to one twenty-five. It still doesn't change my pick, but I do think it's the, the grappling would be a little bit more interesting. I would say. All right, let's go to the next fight, guys. We got uh, okay. This is a good fight. I'm actually really curious to hear your thoughts on the fight. Uh, so we got Bobby Green taking on Jared Gordon, Marcel, and I believe this is Bobby Green's retirement fight. Is that correct? Is that correct? I think he's. I'm not that. sure. He retired so many times already. I'm sure. double track, but I think he did say this was going to be his retirement okay. fight. Um, yeah, he confirmed that, but you could change his mind. But yeah, it's uh, you never know with these fighters, right? But yeah, he's supposed to retire after this fight. Bobby Green, uh, a longtime favorite of mine too, in the UFC lightweight division, taking on Jared Gordon here, Marcel, and the odds for this fight have. Bobby Green as a decent favorite here, minus 250 and plus 210 Jared Gordon. You know, listen, uh, Bobby, 
I'll start this one too, Marcel, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. Obviously, like, Bobby Green's a good fighter. He's been in the UFC for a decade now. He's proven he's a great lightweight fighter. You know, great boxing. Some of the best. You know, pretty good wrestling. Um, good cardio. Like, he's just well-rounded. He's good. He's tons of experience. He's a good, solid fighter. Also, has a lot of losses, though. He's beatable, right? Like, he... His fight IQ can be a little questionable at times. He's striking defense, although he does have good boxing head movement. He keeps his hands down a lot, and that is dangerous. And you saw what happened against Drew Dober in his last fight, right? I mean, I got it. Dober can knock out anyone, but the fact he got brutally knocked out is a little concerning, um, for sure. And that's, again, he's re- he says he's retiring, so that, that would make sense. Um, the Makachev fight, I mean, I don't really even take away, anyway, away from that, Marcel, because it was like short notice. He just did it for the money, and he wasn't going to win that fight. So you got finished there. The other fights before that, you looked pretty good. Right, the the hack press fight looked good. It's Ad Quinter, the guy who retired, I think, after that fight. He knocked it out, looked good. Fizia fight looked good in a loss. The Moises fight looked decent. Like, he's a good fighter. Like, I get it, right? He is a good fighter. But the thing is, Marcel, I also think he can be beaten, too, right? Because if you look at his USC record, like, a lot of wins, but a ton of losses, too, guys. You know, he's, he's not a guy that's uh, unstoppable. And Jared Gordon here is an underdog, is very intriguing to me, man. Again, you know, a guy with. You know, not a perfect record in the USC. We know that, but he's the thing about Jared is like he's in your face. He's going to be there for the 50 minutes. He's a really good wrestler. His boxing is getting better. He's got a good chin for the most part. He's uh, got good cardio. I think he's a live dog. I really think he's a live dog here, guys. Like, I don't see him as being a plus 210 underdog. I think this fight is much closer, personally. Like, I guess people just think that he's going to be, uh, and they'll take, uh, Green down, stays on the feet, and gets boxed up. But I really think Gordon could just press him against the fence, get a couple of takedowns here and there, keep busy, stay active, be more aggressive, be the one moving forward and win this fight. So I don't know what you're thinking, man. But I'm going to go with Jared Gordon here. Plus 210 underdog. I'm taking a shot at him, dude. Go ahead. I think it's very difficult. You know, I think yeah. it's really difficult because if you look at Bobby Green, I know he lost his last two fights, including against the champion. But he did very well against Drew Dober until he didn't do any anymore. You know, he got knocked out. Um... Bobby Green is such a difficult guy to 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 pick, you know, because sometimes he looks really good, and then the other other time it's like, yeah, not really, you know. Jared Gordon, uh, his last fight, he got destroyed by Paddy Pimblett by Barstool Sports. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't. Uh, he should have won that fight, but yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't even mention it because it was like clearly a win for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing with Jared Gordon is, man, he got some wins that I didn't expect him to get, man. For example, the Joe Selecki one, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't exactly. expect him to. Um, he lost the one to Grand Dawson. It's super difficult, you know. I think um, I think Gordon, man, I've been going so back and forth with this fight, man, the whole week. Because I think Bobby Green can, can box him out. At the same time, I think Jared Gordon can also get the win if he fights smart, you know. Um, split decision, Jared Gordon. Oh, there we go. Wow, wasn't sure you didn't think about this one, man. Listen, like, I I just think it's good. Okay, well, the other thing is the option is to go to the scorecards. I think this goes to decision like every time, you know, two, minus 275. I'm saying if you guys like, you know, putting those kind of things, uh, distance props, that's I, I think this fight goes to distance. There's just really two tough guys. And again, I know Bobby's a game fish, but Gordon's not a knockout guy, Gordon's hard to finish. But I, I just think Gordon is the pressure, the cardio, the pace is going to be enough to win the fight. So I'll take a shot in the man. I definitely will. A couple of comments here. Joe likes Flash too. That's interesting. Juan says, don't overthink it, Adam. Uh, Bobby's going to box Jared's head off, possibly. I mean, very possible. Green 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Green is like he's like basically a 500 fighter in the UFC. The odds are too high. I think I really do. Green is a retiring the king. Oh, really? I thought he was retiring. I thought he was retiring in general. I could have swore that he said he was going to. I'm pretty sure. He, I'm pretty sure he is. Let me double check here. Uh, John Morgan had an article yesterday where he said he's retiring. No way, wait. wait. <laughs> Return with a new name, King. I'm so confused right now. No, Green. He, Green is just retiring his nickname, King. He I changed mean, his pronouncing she and her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, I want to. I want to get this right. So John Morgan interviewed him, and he said, "Here's what it says." Jared, uh, Bobby Green faces Gordon on Saturday's event in Vegas, but he insists it will be his last with that label solely as a nickname. I don't, I don't really understand. <laughs> what a headline is that? I mean, no offense to those guys, but like that's just a really confusing headline. Like, what does that even mean? Uh, anyways, on Google, it says he plans to retire. So that's the other headline. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. All right. We'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got Brad Tavares taking on Bruno Silva. Middleweight division. This is a very middleweight fight, if you, ever, if you ask me. Um, Brad Tavares favored here, as you'd expect. Minus 175. Bruno Silva plus 150. Starting this one, too. You know, Brad Tavares, just very solid fighter. Good fighter. Good chin. Great cardio. Good volume. You know, just good everywhere. Solid everywhere. Been in the UFC for a long time. Still tough as hell. Uh, Bruno Silva had those nice knockouts, you know, earlier in his UFC career. And then the last couple of fights, I get it. The Pereira fight, I think it looks better on him. The fact it went the distance for sure. It was somewhat competitive, not really, but kind of. But the Mearshore fight looked horrible in that fight. Like it really turned me off this guy. And the other thing is like, the Andrew Sanchez fight, he was getting dominated in the wrestling too. And then just kind of his opponent got gassed out, right? I don't really trust this guy, Marcel. Um, Brad Tavares, you know, to me more solid, more dependable. You know what you're getting on him a little bit more with the cardio, especially. Um, I, you know, Brad is tough as hell, man. He's just a super tough dude. He's always there in the fight. Brad Tavares, I think by decision is, is the way to go here, personally. That's my pick in this one. What do you think, man? Yeah, clearly. Um, Brad Tavares also always has a good third round. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> only not against, against Drikas, yeah. Uh, yeah, only not against Drikas, yeah. But normally he has a good third round, yeah, you right. know. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like. Man, Bruno got 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 destroyed by Mershard at a certain moment in that fight, you know. And I'm not saying that Mershard is a bad fighter, not at all. But he did look so bad in that fight, you know. And many people are like, "Yeah, but he went the distance with Pereira." Yeah, but it was also not a great fight, you know. And uh, I mean, Bruno Silva when he in the UFC, many of his fights he had a lot of adversity and came back. Also, remember the Wellington Thurman fight, you know. He had the same thing in that one. Yep. Uh, man, Tavares' decision have to go. Yeah, it wasn't awesome, that because that's, that's the way I see the fight playing out. I mean, he could finish in the third round too, potentially. Um, mm. I don't see the odds yet, but yeah, that's the way to go. I think. Wait, 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 hold on. The over is actually plus money here. That's a little surprising to me, just because dur- Tavares' durability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over over two and a half of plus money. I like that. That I like that one. I never burn anyone who lost a Mirshar. I mean, how can you after Mirshar's last fight, especially like you know finds a kill shot? Maybe, maybe. I mean, Brad's been knocked out. I just overall has a good chin. Like Brad, yeah, my decision. That's my pick. All right, Marcel, next one here. Song Dong taking on Ricky Simone. Odd to this one have Simone favored because he's looked just really good lately. He is minus one forty five, plus one twenty five. Song Dong, go ahead. 
yeah, this can go two ways. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, I think like Song Yudong has to knock him out to win the fight. That's pretty much what I think. You know, I think Simone is better on the ground than Song Yudong. I think he has uh, he he will do better over three rounds than Song Yudong. Uh, I think Song Yudong has the power probably to knock him out, but I don't see it happen. I think Ricky Simone is a smart fighter. I think he takes to the ground. And uh, I'm going to go crazy, dude. I think Ricky Simone submits him in the first round. So, I mean, uh, he's, he's looked phenomenal, right? Like, yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, I, I like him here too, Marcel. Like, five straight wins, finishing uh, finish Jack Shorts, great win, finished it's on sale. Uh, man, look great. Like, you know what's crazy? I, I still can't believe that fight with Uriah Faber where he got knocked out, Marcel, because that was just so quick. But it just shows you the nature of MMA, right? Where anything yeah. can happen. I mean, the guy's got looking back at it, man. Look at it, dude. Look at his first three fight. <laughs> look at his level of competition. He fought Marab in his debut. Then yeah. he fought Montel Jackson. Then Hani yeah. Aya. Then yeah. Faber. Then fought. Like that's ridiculous. Your first five fights, man. And. True. He's only 30, so like that was like when he was in his mid-20s. I mean, the guy's just a good prospect. Here's the thing. Sonia Dong, same thing. He's the same thing. 25 years old. He's fought killers. Fought uh, Marlon Vera. Fought Kyler Phillips. Fought Marlon Mar- Well, Charles Marlon Mar- Corey Sanhagen. And he did well against Sanhagen in his last fight, dude. He did well in that fight, man. I know he lost, but it was competitive. You never know if that cut didn't happen. Who knows? It was a competitive fight. Um, For me, man... I have to go with Simone like you because, like I said, he's looked so good lately. Um, but I, I think Song Yudong's solid too. You know, he's very good, very good. Like, say he fight that TK lost on paper, but could have easily went the distance. Phillips fight, a lot of people thought he won that fight. Stamen fight, a lot of people thought he won that fight. So he's a good fighter, man. He's solid. He's young. He's, he's improving. And actually, it's interesting, right? Faber is his coach, right? So. Wonder if he has any, uh, you know, advice for him to get that knockout. But yeah, I still have to go with Mickey, man. Because for me, Marcel, when he knocked down Jack Shorten and submitted him right away, that was like me. I'm like, okay, this guy's ready for like the big leagues now. You know, like he really is uh, an upper echelon guy, and I believe in him. I think he wins the fight. And the line is low too, so Tyron is back. Luckily, against Alpha Males. There you go. Do you guys think? Yes, yes, I do think he will fight for the belt one day. What do you think? Yeah, it's very possible, but that's the way the stack, dude. So it's stack, but dude, look at his look at his run. Look at his yeah, run. I agree. It's nice. I agree. Like I'm it's definitely. nice. Um, maybe that Gitano Perello guy's not good, but the other guys are pretty solid. So, um, anyways, uh, and even Ray Borg. I mean, listen, I know we can say about Ray Borg, but like he out wrestled him in that fight, and that's a good thing to have in your, your resume. All right, last fight of the night, Marcelo. We got the main event: Sergey Pavlovich taking on Curtis Blades. I talked about this earlier. Like, I I get it. Like Pavlovich had that big win over Lewis. He had the big win over. Was it uh, who else did he have the one over? So, um, uh, Tuvasa, Tuvasa, yeah. Um, but for me, it's like uh, I still think on paper, like, and, and not on paper, but just based on principle, Turs Blades to me is like the guy that's like that you have to beat to get to that spot. Because other than Francis and the Derek Luce fight where he got caught, he's beaten everyone in the UFC. He is the best wrestler in the UFC, heavyweight division, arguably. I mean, I guess you could say John Jones now, I guess, but like. Curtis, I think, has the record for most takedowns. Um, odds for this fight, Marcel. Curtis Blades, minus one. 55. Sergey Pavlovich, plus 135. I'm 100% taking Curtis Blades in this fight, man. Like, I just, unless he gets knocked on the first round, he wins this fight, like, every time. Because Pavlovich, just to me, very unproven outside of that first couple of minutes of the fight. And I, I still remember his debut with Overeem, where he got taken down, got grounded, pounded. That's what I think happens here. You know, it's very possible this guy's made those improvements, and he goes out there and just destroys Curtis Blades and gets the title shot. I get it. It's heavyweight. 
We see knockouts all the time that we don't expect happen, like Chris Barnett against Collier, for instance. Like it happens all the time where you know the dog will come back and, and win the fight. But I think you know I, 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 on skills alone, I just think Blades' wrestling, the cardio, the pace, uh, the ground and pound, it's going to be too much. I think Curtis Blades wins this fight in like third or fourth round by TKO ground and pound. That's my pick, Marcel. What do you think? <laughs> what? What? Exactly the same. Oh, you know, <laughs> ground and pound, elbows. Yeah, around. exactly. Like the ovary fight, where you just exactly the same. The thing is, like, if you can, uh, if you can make sure he doesn't get knocked out early, you know, I want to see Pavlovich getting into deep waters. You know, and we all know that Curtis can can go five rounds, and he can control yeah. people, and he can can be annoying for his opponents. And uh, I think he will, and I, I think eventually he gets him down, and uh, he will uh, stop him via elbows, TKO, punches, ground and pound. Third round, so yeah, uh, yep. we are the same. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yeah, that's why I think, think the fight goes. So we'll see what happens. <clears throat> Juan likes blades. When Sergio Pavlovich wins any round one, I think we'll see round two. I do. That's why. Yeah, I I just think he's gonna get. I just think he's very improving. Like I know he had. I want to say he had one fight in M one where he did go five rounds. Was it M one? What's the guy's name? I, I gotta say because I, I remember watching fight, it. Fight Nights Global. Oh, yeah, it's cool. I think it went five, right? One of the fights. Yeah. Um, and he did honestly didn't look terrible. Like it, it was supposed Mikhail Moktanin or something. Yeah. That's the guy's name. Yeah, that's that's the man of uh, Moknatkina. Yeah, yeah. Like he honestly didn't look bad in, in, in that fight, even when it went late. So yeah. and that was five, six years ago. So I mean, who knows? But like just the fact he hasn't been past the like four minute four minute mark, Marcel. Like I can't bank on him having that that uh, cardio past the first. He's definitely dangerous in the first round. Like I mean, if you're gonna pick Pavlovich, you might as well take him by knockout. I don't see him winning decisions. You should pick right him by knockout if you pick him. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you bet, especially if you bet him, like that's what uh, the, the duck likes. I don't think Paving is taken down. I mean, if again first round, it's gonna be tough. But after that, he grew his purring something that's a feet in the spot. Yeah, I hope he does it because that's what he did against uh, what's his name, man. Uh, Lewis, right? He was actually doing well against Lewis. He was laying some nice kicks. I'm like, man, he looks good. And then, bang, goes to the takedown, and Lewis catches him. So he should have went for that a lot sooner because it was just Lewis timed up at that point. Um, yeah, blades by by TKO ground and pound. All right, that's interesting. All right, let's go to the next uh, card, Marcel. We're just gonna quickly do Bellator guys because uh, you know we, we went way past the time here. Yeah, let's Marcel. just do the main card quickly. Picks yeah. sounds good. All right, do you want to, do I need to pull it up or can I just tell you? Yeah, pull, just pull it up. It's fun for people to watch. I think. Sure. Okay, let's do that. All right, Bellator two ninety four. <clears throat> just a couple more uh, minutes here, guys, because uh, we went pretty long on that first show. Um, all right, here we go. Is this really the main event? Liz Carmouche yeah. and uh, Deanna Bennett too. Oh my god. All right, so this Friday night, uh, Liz Carmouche by decision, or maybe submission, actually. What do you think? Yeah, Carmouche decision, but she's winning. Tim Johnson versus Said Soma, who wins? I think Soma can I think yeah. Soma can get the win here, but at the same time, Johnson can too. He's a he's a veteran. Yeah. I, I I don't have a pick to be really no honest. No pick here. either. Like I know like confident pick. I'll take the younger fighter, Soma. Arlene Blencal versus Sarah Man, interesting. Her debut. I offender. think Sarah. Arlene's pretty tough, man, but like she's more of a striker, right? I don't know how her takedown defense is. I'm assuming it's not very good. Terry McMahon by by uh maybe by submission. Maybe by submission. Danny Sabatello against Marcus Brando. I don't know who this guy is. Like oh, he's an LFA guy, right? He, he, he won against Josh Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. No, I do remember. He was an LFA, he did really good. Okay, sorry. I my bad. Um yeah, he's good too, right? But I think Danny wins. Danny gonna wrestle fuck him, yeah. Yeah, but this guy's not bad. He's actually not no, a bad I know. 
Levan Chokelli against Michael Lombardo. Uh, man, Lombardo is not bad either, eh? Like he's no. another guy that didn't get signed by contender, but you like him? True. Yeah. Achilles Moda, Kenneth Cross. Any thoughts on that one? Achilles Moda? Yeah, yeah Kenneth likely. Cross too is a pretty good prospect, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good prospect, man. He was on contender. Yep, I remember him now. I, oh, he he missed weight or something? I can't remember. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, Kevin Siler missed weight and he lost too. I don't know. Achilles Moda is pretty good though, man. I don't know. I like Achilles. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's looked good. All right, Terrell Fortune and this guy Sergey Bilosteni. Yeah, Terrell Bilosteni. That's I do it. Who is this guy? I don't even know who he is. He's from I, ACB. Oh, he from fought Mark ACB Godbeer and, and knocked on Mark Godbeer. Okay, yeah. doesn't say anything. <laughs> I don't know. I, and this guy he fought for the title in ACB. Kyle, I think Alan Carr. That's another guy that was in PFL. Yeah. Is he good? He's decent, you know. He he got some good wins in ACB, I remember. So uh, he's decent. Wait, didn't Terrell? But yeah, Tar- you, got, you can't take him here, bro. After Terrell got knocked out his last fight, I mean, you can't bet it. I don't think Terrell should awful. win. If he doesn't win, he's out of the rankings, in my opinion. So yeah, yeah, you do the rankings. Chris Lencioni, Sunshine. It's Blake Smith. I don't really know. Blake yeah, Lan- I like Lencioni actually. Don't no, I'm not too familiar with this guy. Yeah, Lencioni's good grappler. Uh, Anthony Sugarfoot Adams against Sharaf. Dovlamorov. Is he good? Yeah, he's also from ACB. Yeah, also Wolf good fighter. Oh, he fought took yeah. off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I don't sometimes I don't watch all the Belter prelims. I remember, yeah, you knocked up Brett Cooper. Okay. Uh the Joelton Luderbach guy who changed his name for his like wife's name. That guy. Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. He also from the best Benny Alloway. Yeah. Yeah. I think Adams had that big win. Did, yeah, yeah. Khalid versus Italia. It was a big yeah. upset. He was on contender too. He lost to Impa. I don't know. I, I don't think I can pick the guy. Yeah, you're right. I'll go with the other guy. Um what country is that again? That is uh, Tajikistan, I think. This is Rus- Russia. What the fuck? That's not no, Russia. Can, can you can you can you hoover over the flag? Oh, Tajikistan. Yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't know you could. I was looking at here. Like, <laughs> all right. Uh, what's the next one? Oh yeah, Bell two nine five. Quickly, do this one for you guys. Yeah, I want to know who you pick in this main event because I'm uh, I'm I have a different pick than almost everybody. So, Patchy mix. Yeah, you see, I have Rafael stats. Oh, you do? Okay. So, I mean, Rafael's are great, but I just think Patchy, like, they're both great. Like, look at the records, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I like both guys a lot. Such yeah. a good fight. Yeah, it's a great fight. I, I just think Patchy's grappling, man. It's very mm-hmm. special. And I think he do – I mean, both guys I think could be in the UFC, but I think Patchy would do really well in the UFC, man. I, th- I think – The grappling. Go ahead. I think you guys all think the same, man. He's probably good training uh, outside the gym and also at the house. So, that's why you guys are thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Good cardio training. Look, Antoine likes thoughts too. He's in the chat. He's saying he likes thoughts. So, like, right, you, Antoine, yeah. let's go. Let's right, go. You're right. He's, he is training his cardio all the time. There's no doubt about it <laughs> with uh, Tatiana. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you got me. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Aleem Leigh McFarlane against Kana Watanabe. I, I think Aleem, I thought she announced her retirement too or said she was considering it. Yeah. Is this her Kana's, last fight? Kana's winning the fight, dude. I think That's so too, bad. man. I think this is That's her last fight, fight, right? I don't know for sure. I think she's talking about that. Hold on. There are odds for this card. Okay. My bad. Um, main event. Yeah, actually, Stotts is favored, Marcel. Minus 140. Mix is a plus 120 dog. I'm thinking Mix. Okay. Oh, Kana Watanabe's favored. Minus 130. Okay. She should be. Yeah, Alima yeah, is plus 110. Yeah, Watanabe wins. Aaron Pico gets James Gonzalez. Wasn't this added on, like, really short notice? Of all, of all yeah, time? Aaron Pico was supposed to fight uh, oh, okay. someone else. Can you scroll down? Maybe it's there uh, sure. by, by cancel bouts. Yep. Otto Rodriguez. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That that dude. That uh, yeah. yeah. Otto Rodriguez dude. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, Pico's minus 750 here. <laughs> James Gonzalez is the dude who beat Cody Law and he beat Pat Sabatini, man. Yep. He broke his arm back then. Yep, you know? yep. And it's you said so he was going to win in, in Bellator. I think it was against Cody Law. I think yeah, said, yeah. like, there was a few people in the chat that were like, yo, you're writing this guy off too soon. And I was like, completely wrong, obviously. Then do you think he wins his fight? Do you think it, I think he's got a chance, right? He got he he's that he's that kind of guy that everybody writes off all the time, but he can get some weird ass wins, you know. I don't know where it's yeah, going. yeah. Listen, Pico normally has to win this fight, don't get me wrong, but you never yeah, know. He's, you know. Pico's a good fighter, man. Don't get me wrong, but he's lost it. Look at this. My 700 favorite loss. I understand he got injured, but he lost. Minus, Corrales, he was man. favorite against Borch. Against Corrales, he was a big favorite. My 600. Yeah. And against Zach Freeman, like I don't know if the, like I think he was favored in that fight too, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, he's good. He's dangerous. He's got great striking, obviously good wrestling, background pedigree, but, like, something doesn't always click with this guy. I don't know, Marcel. Honestly, a plus 475, and it could go up. Maybe you take a shot in the dog here, Marcel. I mean, listen, sometimes underdogs do win. We don't. I don't really predict them that often, these big dogs, but they do win sometimes. And I wouldn't trust uh, Eric Peek with my money. I get it. He should win. He should be favored, but, like, he's lost so many times as a big dog. I don't trust him. Ray Borg, Ray Borg, Kyoji Horiguchi. Horiguchi yeah. has 200, Borg plus 200. What do you say? Listen, man, I like Ray Borg a lot, but I'm not picking him at 125. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, yeah. why is this at, by the way, why is this at 125? You know, Kyo, Kyoji has fought at 135 lately. see, Ray always has problems to make 125. Why not at 135? I don't get it. Plus, there is no flyweight division for man. And, and uh, Is this the Belter. first flyweight fight in Belter history? I have no know? idea. I have no idea. Uh, I'm picking Kyoji Horiguchi. Yeah, me too. Mads Brunel, Justin Gonzalez, uh, Brunel. Where's the odd about him? Minus one forty. Gonzalez. Yeah, Brunel better wins, man. He he yeah, really disappointed me against, against Pedro Carvalho, dude. I hope he bounces back because I like the guy. But yeah, uh, Yancey Medeiros against Charlie. Oh, that's a fun Yancey. fight, right? Oh, that's Yancey. a fun fight because the Leary yes, guy man. is actually very durable. True. Um, Yancey is a minus. Where is he? Sorry, minus four hundred favorite. Yeah, you should win. Um, Oh, it looks like they put the odds for both the cards together on best fight odds. Sorry, guys. I could have read the odds for the other card because they put them on the same card, but they're different cards. That's stupid. It says Bell 295, but they have the Bell 294 odds. Uh, Kai Kamaka should win that fight, right? Yeah. Well, this one, uh, Sumuko, uh, Simoko, uh, Sumiko uh, Naba, you like her prospect? No, Fita's going to win, dude. Vita's tough, man. She's always there, right? So, look, look at look at the level of competition. I know Vita looked, looked good in her last fight with Porto. She looked amazing in that fight. So yeah, it's possible. Bobby King is Elon Cruz. This guy used to be in the UFC, actually. Um, yeah, Bobby King's pretty good. He's forty, I think, but he's actually pretty good. Thirty nine, but like fought good competition. I think he wins. True. Yeah. Is he favored? Is he actually favored for once? Because he never know. is. Bobby King. It's like my yeah. He's that's like a pick up basically. Um. Avon Franklin, you're picking, or are you taking this Kasim Eris guy? This German. Nah, I'm picking Franklin. Who is this guy? Who He's from he? Germany. He fought at EMC, and at the, also he fought at uh, Probellum before, I think. Uh, okay, Netherlands regional look more so. <laughs> yeah. he, then, the, uh, do you see how he lost his only fight? You should go back. Chest bite. What the fuck? <laughs> I gotta see. That. Have you seen the fight? I haven't seen the fight, man. I gotta yeah. check that out. Oh man. Okay, Larry Duane against Bruno Allen. I don't know. Who are you picking? It's a little bit low on the card. And I think, man, I got to say this, man. You know, Ilara Joanne won last year against Denise Kuhlholz, my country woman, you know. And she's still ranked under her three spots, man. That doesn't make sense, you know. That's The rankings are – you got to fix them, man, now that you're doing it. You know? In my ranking, she's above Denise, you know. Right, but I right. can't make it happen if other people don't, you know no, what I mean. I so 
and uh, I think she wins against Bruna Allen. Although I really like Bruna Allen, but not kind of a fighting perspective, but for other reasons. But I think Ilara wins. Um, yeah, me too. All right, and then Alexi Shukrib against Matasaki Hikuri. I don't know this guy. I'm all talked down. I don't. I don't even think I pronounced his name properly. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm picking Hikuri here. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right, I think that's it, Marcel. Finally, oh, did a long, long card today, guys. This was a long one, but or long a podcast. <laughs> Two and a half hours today. That's a longer than usual. So, anyways, it was a little fun. We'll take a couple more comments, guys, and then I gotta get out of here though, because I gotta eat something. I'm starving. Um, many patches start getting catch around like probably like a year ago, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Mansoor does in lightweight Grand Prix. I think he can go far. He's very good. I think Bellator cards have gotten better over time. No, I used to like the old Bellator cards, but I like the tournament format that Bjorn had. I liked it, Marcel. I don't know Bellator, where title, title fights are earned, not given. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is how you want to be done a flyweight. Bellator created the Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it because, you know, he's a, he's a beast. I love Horiguchi, another guy with a lot of respect, right? Like, gave up his belt. Bellator's not bad. UFC's better, though. Uh, thoughts on Luis Firmino? It's not bad, I guess. Hey Gary, what's up? You're talking about Gordon? I think he's talking about Gordon. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that's what I think. We both picked him too, man. Mm-hmm. Last year I saw this fight with Justin at Gaethje at Douglas left. Yeah, he's uh, oh man, he's who, who's who's he talking about? Gaethje at Douglas left. Um, what the, the guy with the tail? Who the Peruvian guy? Uh oh, Luis Firmino. Big... Yeah, yeah, the uh, the monkey. What's his last name again? Oh, the nickname. Oh, the baboon. That baboon. The, baboon. No, <laughs> the no. monkey. <laughs> that Luis, Luis. It's Something, it's from... a different last name, isn't it? You're thinking of someone else, Oh, right? Palomino. Palomino. It's Palomino. Yeah, that's a different guy. Yeah, I'm confused right now. Yeah. <laughs> you got me confused. All right. We got to end the podcast. too much more, so. Appreciate everyone joining us, man. It was a lot of fun today. We did, like, yeah. a, long, a long podcast, but it's okay. It's uh, a lot to talk about. And I appreciate you guys sticking around for, uh, you know, Bellator pre- preview. If you missed the USD preview, go back to the beginning and listen to it. Uh, Timestamps are already up. I was doing during the show. So if you want to listen to a specific fight, go ahead. Marcel, until next week, my friend. Back next week. And looking forward to talking about the uh, recap for this card. And next week, there's a card without a main event. So we'll see what happens. We have no idea at this point. But uh, hope you guys enjoy your week. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Martin, him, Big Marcel, 24, Twitter, Instagram. Marcel, appreciate it as always, man. Do it. Love doing this show with you. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a great night, everyone. And see you next week. Peace. Then go. Bye.